Will you spend another summer working on your yard for your spouse, kids, and guests? Or would you rather spend the summer with your spouse, playing with the kids, and relaxing with guests? Hire Blue Duck Lawn Care to get the super healthy lawn you love and neighbors will envy. Blue Duck does the fertilizing and weed control. You just mow to get a lush, thick lawn. Best in your neighborhood. If it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Remember, if it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Good morning. It is Thursday, December 1st. It is five minutes after 10 o'clock. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and it is time for our daily Twitter slash Elon Musk update. Recently, Peter Ducey was asking Corinne Jean-Pierre whether they would try to shut Twitter down if they see something they don't like. Of course, the Biden administration taking a lot of flack for a double standard. They're giving uh, one treatment to Apple and then another treatment to Twitter. Yeah, one of the great things about Elon Musk buying Twitter, obviously, other than it is now opened up an opportunity for people who were having their views suppressed to once again come back, be a part of that, have those views expressed, etc., is that it is really revealing in real time, how about that, really revealing in real time, how much the left depends and thrives upon the stymieing of opposition, right? Like the left needs there to be, for there not to be a free flow of ideas because in the free flow of ideas liberalism easily and quickly gets wholly exposed for being utterly ridiculous and that it doesn't work but it will it will only not work if you force people to explain it out loud and the other thing that Elon Musk opening Twitter back up has done Casey mm-hmm. is it has enabled many many more people to realize wow there are many many people out there who feel the way I do mm-hmm. so a lot of protesters in China had been using Apple's airdrop function to kind of circumvent the Chinese surveillance this way they were able to communicate with one another offline and Apple just decided decided to shut that down in China and so a lot of people are saying okay now wait a minute how come Apple can do that but here the Biden administration is questioning Twitter right so uh Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about this if they were going to try and shut Twitter down because they're keeping an eye on it and this is what she had to say when you say that you're going to be monitoring some of the speech on there if you see something that you don't like would you try to shut Twitter down? So look, you know, when you when you talk about monitoring, you know, it, it is, uh, I, I hate to break it to you, Peter, just like everybody else, we very much monitor the news. We pay close attention to everything that you all are reporting and, and Twitter's in the news a lot. And so that's what we're paying attention to. We're paying attention to what is in the news and what is being reported on, uh, on the misinformation that's out there. Let's not forget there's groups like NAACP the Anti-Defamation League and the public health leaders have been very vocal about their concerns as well. So yes, we are uh, reading what you all are, are writing and, and looking at what you all are reporting uh, about the misinformation uh, that is out there. But you know, I would hope that all Americans, uh, including social media companies, civil rights organizations I just laid out, <laughs> including Fox as well, will agree that uh, we need to uh, you know we need to uh, to uh, you know call out hate speech speech and misinformation. So Twitter recently announced that they're no no longer going to enforce their ban on 
COVID-19 misinformation. And let's just review some of the information that has changed over time regarding COVID, okay? So we talked about face masks, what is the right distance for social distancing, different isolation periods, uh, how you can prevent the virus transmission. All of those things changed and evolved over the past couple of years. And now Twitter's saying, you know what, we're not going to enforce any bans on COVID-19 misinformation or information. And the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, is changing her tune. She recently said, you know, no, we're, we're not taking a look at Twitter, that would be inappropriate, but somebody somewhere got to her and said something to her because now she's retracting those comments and she's saying that, well, if there's national security concerns are raised, yeah, more scrutiny might be in order. Well, and think about this, Twitter has already been, what would there be to look into? Twitter has already been scrutinized based on the fact that it was a publicly traded company which was sold. There's nothing to look into here other than we are going to attack and go after the owner of the company, Elon Musk. There, there's nothing to look into. The sale was approved. It was it went through many, many hoops in terms of governmental regulations as a publicly traded company. Nobody's upset about the sale of Twitter. The shareholders were happy. Elon Musk is finally, I guess, eventually became clearly happy. He seems to be having a good time with it. Mm -hmm. there, there's no wronged or harmed party here. They want to look into it. When they look into it, they mean attack, seek, kill, and destroy, because that's what the left does, a la Donald Trump, is attack, seek, kill, and destroy. And it comes back to the... And, and, and it is even more... It, when Cringe on PR refuses to answer the question about will they, will they look into Twitter, will they investigate Twitter, think about that. It is a government agency. Like all the private organizations that she's throwing out there, like the NAACP or mm -hmm. whoever, mm -hmm. the Anti-Defamation League, great. Boycott, hate, don't use, uh, tell others not to use, protest, whatever. You're not the government. This is a government entity trying to compare themselves mm -hmm. to a private one to private organizations mm -hmm. only the difference is from the NAACP or the Anti-Defamation League the government comes with threat of force the government comes with the ability to do just about whatever it wants to you and you have a government spokesperson saying yeah we're we're not ruling out the idea of coming at this this company that has done nothing wrong. No one's alleging Elon Musk has done anything wrong. No one has said there was some something nefarious in the deal. He didn't pay his debt. He didn't pay his obligation. That any shareholder has been wrong. No one is alleging that any crime has been committed here or anything nefarious has been committed here. And yet the government will not rule out, air quote, looking into the guy. Mm -hmm because they need free speech to die. Well, do you remember when Biden said, I think that Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical relationships with other countries is worthy of being looked at? Yeah. But yet, when the same is said to him, he doesn't like that so much. Of course, uh, Musk's Starlink satellite internet network has been used in Ukraine to maintain communications during their conflict with Russia. And Elon Musk actually briefly threatened to cut that communications last month. So this actually does have some global consequences that seems like everybody is using everybody. And, and real quick, I did want to play a piece of audio we have because Cringe on Pierre got asked as, as part of that mm -hmm. back and forth about Twitter. 
and our theme for the day is right. It's it's hypocrisy. It's disingenuous behavior. You know, we talked about the behavior from the Biden administration with the with the unions earlier. Um, she got asked, "Okay, mm-hmm. you got all these concerns about right. Twitter." Yeah. Uh, surely, you, you know, you'll be maybe deleting your Twitter account in protest. And she said, oh, oh, no, no, no. Don't be silly. On another subject, when are you guys going to delete the White House Twitter account? Why would we do that? Well, you're saying that you're <laughs> keeping an eye on Twitter because it might not be a suitable platform. So why use it? Look, I want to be very clear here. The president has always said, and he has been very, very uh, clear in his belief that it is important of social media platforms to continue to take steps to reduce hate speech and misinformation. And he will continue to say that. Uh, but media platforms make independent choices about their information uh, that they present. And so, uh, look, I, I don't have anything to share on any policy or any changes that we will be making. Uh, we have multiple platforms, as you know, uh, that we use. Utilize uh, to communicate with the American people. There you go. Mm-hmm. They won't give it up because it benefits them. It's mm-hmm. another example of them saying one thing and doing another. All right, Twitter's a bastion of misinformation, and uh, Twitter is hate speech, and Twitter is promoting some of the worst people alive. Okay, then walk away from the platform. Well, no, we. We can't, we do, can't that. do that. Well, why would they do that? They have to have their voice out there Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Oh, and let's remember, Donald Trump is running for president. Yep. So we've got to blunt any of his efforts with their own, right? It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And coming up, we're going to hear a lot from Ted Cruz. It's 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. there. Good job, Kevin. Oh, yeah. It is 18 minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And let's take a look at some trending stories. Delta trending right now. They're making it harder to get into airport lounges after they were flooded with travelers. Yeah, they're what? rising. They're raising the price to get into the lounge. Wait, you know, wait. You got to pay. To, you're like, there's like a club. You got to have access. Yeah, you what have to have a studio membership. Studio 54. <laughs> yes, but uh, they're actually restricting it now. They're saying too many people are trying to sneak in, and uh, you get you get some free food and drinks in the oh. lounge. Can you smoke cigarettes in there? No, you can't. No. Is that the only reason you'd want to go in? <laughs> yeah, that, like I, I normally don't smoke, but I would probably go in there just to smoke if I could. <laughs> no, 
No, you can't. But they do, I mean, they do put out a nice spread of, well, I don't want to say nice spread, but some free food and drinks and That's you nice. can charge up your phone and uh, the chairs are much more comfortable. You know how you can avoid all of these the, things, Casey? Don't fly. Don't fly. <laughs> right. You know what? When I'm in my car, I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can't drink, but uh, you can do about whatever you want to do and yeah. you don't have to ask anyone's permission or pay any fees. Yeah. Also turning is DoorDash. They're laying off around 1,200 corporate employees, cutting about 6% from their payroll. And finally trending this morning, Spotify Spotify Unwrapped is released today, and this is where Spotify will give you the list of the top artists that you have listened to throughout the year. They will rank them for you and then let you know how long you actually listen to music on Spotify over the year. That's very creepy. Now, I share a playlist, a Spotify uh, account with my daughter, and I have our top five, Uh and this is really funny, Rob. You're... (laughs) You're going to love this. Uh-oh. You can totally tell the difference between her music and my music. Yes. So this is our top five. Glee, uh-huh. music from Glee. Yes. Harry Styles. Uh-huh. Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Frank Ocean. Uh-huh. And then at number five is John Mellencamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said Frank Ocean, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, that's, at, that's one of her choices. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and we have listened to over, uh, it says, 16,454 minutes of music over the year. And our top genre is pop. Um. But you, uh, if you are a Spotify subscriber, you can get your unwrapped. And then there's an option where you can share it on social media to let everybody else know what you're listening to. Before we get to this Ted Cruz audio, can I just make a public service announcement? Sure. Because uh, people need to hear this. Yeah. At a certain point in your life, mm-hmm. it is okay to just say, I am older than I used to be, and I do not look the same as I used to look. And I say this because I saw an article, I think the New York Post had it, about Simon Cowell. Oh, yeah. And Simon Cowell was the American Idol guy. Mm -hmm. And he has apparently become obsessed with doing things with his facialer area. Is he getting some Botox? And it looks, one, it looks concerning, but two, it looks wholly ridiculous for a 63-year-old man to look the way that he looks. And, you know, Madonna is the same way. Mm -hmm. Madonna recently shaved off all of her eyebrows or something. look, you look way worse trying to not look old than if you actually looked your age. People age. People look different as they age. That is an accepted thing. Mm -hmm. And... It's even weirder to me when men do it. it. The other thing that gets me is, in addition, because you're actually, har- like, you're, har- I don't know if you're harming yourself, but it can't be, putting that much stuff in your body cannot be good for you. It, it, there's no way you're going to convince me that it may not be bad for you. I think it probably is, but there's no way you're going to convince me it is good for you. The other thing is the people on the Instagram who are like, it's my 64th birthday, and they have no wrinkles in their mm-hmm. face whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You have wrinkles. You age. It's what people do. Isn't that the goal, after all? To age? Yes. To continue having birthdays? Like, different people age differently. Now, I understand not everybody can maintain their youthful beauty as someone like I have. And it's fine. <laughs> but it's sub- It's like, 
at some point, mm-hmm. it just it's it. You look ridiculous, and Simon Cowell looks ridiculous. So, public service announcement to all you uh, all you people out there who are considering doing this stuff to yourselves, don't. Just age gracefully. Just let it go. Go with it. He looks very thin in these pictures. He looks as well. awful. He he looks like he could be sick. Well, I, yeah, like that's a concern. As you I, get older, you get health problems. I guess he's got a show called Brit's Got Talent now. So we just mm-hmm. just keep doing the same the, thing and giving lo- it a different. He lost weight rather than yeah, I just, something else. You look you look ridiculous. Mm. Just be normal. <laughs> Just go with it. Okay, thank you for that public service No problem, glad I could help out. Yeah, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 1023, and let's talk about Ted Cruz. So, George Kent, who is Biden's choice to be the next ambassador to Estonia, was asked a lot of questions. <laughs> wait, 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 what do you do? I'm the ambassador to Estonia. Yeah. Like, like there's a, you know, uh, Joe Donnelly is the ambassador to, to the, the holy Va- see yeah to the vatican yeah. right okay that's mm-hmm. a somewhat pro- like wow that's really impressive you're you hang out with the pope mm-hmm. uh, what do you do i'm the ambassador to china wow you know world altering implications there what do you do i'm the ambassador to estonia <laughs> well he was getting asked a lot of questions by ted cruz and uh, the New Hampshire senator actually shut it down because he was asking not questions about, you know, his resume right. and what do you know about Estonia? Sure. And what sort of job are you going to do as ambassador? No, he was asking all about Hunter Biden. So are you ready to hear Ted Cruz say the word daddy? Not once, but twice. Twice. So the Ukrainian oligarch who owned Burisma, there was very substantial evidence of corruption on his part, and he named Hunter Biden to his board of directors. To your knowledge, does Hunter Biden speak Ukrainian? I've never talked to uh, Hunter Biden, no. To your knowledge, did he have any knowledge before serving on that board about anything concerning oil or natural gas? I'm not aware of his CV. To your knowledge, did Hunter Biden have any qualification whatsoever for that board job other than the fact that his daddy was the sitting vice president at the time? Uh, Senator, I, no one consulted me about who was on the board of uh, Burisma. There was another American, Kofor Black, who was a former... Okay, I, I asked a question. To your knowledge, did, did Hunter Biden have any qualification to be on that board other than the job his daddy had at the moment? I am not familiar with his resume, sir. I don't know Hunter Biden's resume. He didn't have any qualifications other than the fact that his daddy was the sitting VP at the time. Okay, so here's some more from Ted Cruz. He was criticizing the Biden administration's response to the protests that broke out in China against their zero COVID policy, uh, denouncing the White House statement as pure weakness. He said it was pitiful. He tweeted out on Monday at a potentially historic inflection in time. Dems shill for the CCP, pure weakness from the Biden administration. And he went on to say it's almost as if Biden wishes he was driving a tank in Tiananmen Square. Let's take a listen. 
It is amazing how for two years we've seen Joe Biden and the Democrats showing weakness and appeasement to every enemy of America, whether it is China, whether it is Iran, whether it is Venezuela, whether it is Russia. Uh, this is an administration that can't stand up to our enemies. This is an administration that surrendered to the Taliban in Afghanistan and showed weakness to the entire world. Right now in China, you look at what's happening, it's extraordinary. You're, you're seeing millions of people risking their lives, taking to the street. Look, to go protest. It's one thing to protest in America where, where, where the downside is negligible. There, those people are literally risking being thrown in prison, being tortured, being murdered. But they're standing up for freedom. And this is a potential inflection point. And, and Joe Biden ought to stand up and unequivocally stand with the people of China and say they deserve to be free. But this White House won't do that. We're seeing in Iran, again, people heroically protesting in the street, protesting the repressive Ayatollah, who, again, tortures and murders his own people. And again, Joe Biden and the Democrats are terrified to speak out. So Ron DeSantis and Ted Cruz. Yes. Have now been definitive. Yes. The Biden administration. Correct. Not as much. Right. We get that clear? Yes, you're. And, and I'm sure that is there? just a coincidence yeah. uh, that that is happening. And I'm sure Joe Biden is in no way compromised at all whatsoever okay coming up next we've got some voicemails huh oh yeah lots of really good voicemails okay good 317-684-8444 that's the number if you'd like to participate we're going to hear from you next on 93 wibc i'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine 317-684-8444. That's our phone number. If you'd like to leave us a message, your questions, comments, smart remarks, whatever is on your mind, we invite you to participate. We've got some phone calls today. Huh? Yes, a lot of really great phone calls. Uh, you guys have really stepped up the game lately. The, phone, the voicemails yeah. have, have, have gone next level. So I think we'll get may, maybe to some a little bit later in the show as well, because we're not going to have time to get through all of them. But uh, look... A lot of people now are waking up and are calling in and are passionate about what's about to happen to their property taxes. Mm. And the, I think the most disappointing part of this is not that it has happened, that's bad enough, but that the Republicans that lead this state, whether it's Holcomb or Bray or Houston or any Republican in the Indiana General Assembly, appears to have no answer for this. It's not a pressing thing for them. Mm -hmm. And... Maybe you'll get something, maybe you won't. And I think people are looking around going, y you have time to do all this other stuff and then the things like that you should be doing, not only you have no answer for, no one's talking about it. I, No I, concern. Here's the deal, and it's half your show, so you can veto this if you want. I'll give an entire hour to any elected Republican <laughs> at the Indiana General Assembly. So you gotta be a member of the House, the Senate, or the, or the executive branch, mm -hmm. and I think we can kiss the executive branch goodbye, who will come on here and explain mm -hmm. why the property tax system as it's set up now mm -hmm. is just and fair, and if it's not just and fair, what you intend to do about it. Entire hour. We'll talk about it for the entire You make the case on why it is fair to take from people their entire lives, and one person, mm -hmm. one person who is not, an, is not elected to govern a fiscal body can decide whether your taxes go up every single year or not. I like it. Right now, 684-8444. Uh, you can call the hotline, uh, rob at wibc.com or at Rob M. Kendall on Twitter, and we will book that, and we will give you an entire hour to explain either why this is fair or what you intend to do about it 
this uh, this upcoming year. Well, I think we heard the reason why Holcomb wants the revenue. Sure, and and you can just take Holcomb out of the equation and say the Republicans mm-hmm. want the revenue. Yeah. So thankfully, people are beginning to wake up about this, and we continue to get a lot of phone calls. Concerning the property tax issue, I, I'm in total agreement. I don't understand why we have to keep paying the property tax over and over and over again. But regardless, concerning your solution to paying it when we sell, you know the, the end result was people see that tax bill and they're saying, well, I'm not writing a check to the government for that. I'm not buying. I'm not selling. And, you know, there goes the housing market. So uh, just an idea. Bye. Well, first of all, that's ridiculous that people would not move if they need to move for work or to be around family or whatever because they'd have to pay it. Uh, they'd have to finally they'd have to pay their property tax at the at the end based on profit. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. But let's just pretend it's not ridiculous. Well, one that might uh, force the govern government to work smaller and more within its means because it would have less revenue. Oh my gosh, what a terrible idea! And two, that would also create more stability in communities, which you would have people owning homes longer, which would mean they would take care of them, which would create a more sense of um, camaraderie in the community. I, I don't see any downfall by any of that. Well, I, if you own a, ho- a home right now and you've got like 3% mortgage, why would you sell? Right. There, I mean, that's, that's, well, you can't, you that's can't, the cheapest money in the world right now. You can't sell the home right now because you bought it mm-hmm. at such a, a higher price because the interest rate was so low mm-hmm. that there's no way most people are selling their home yeah, for what they paid for it. Rent it. Yeah. Uh, more We got more calls on the uh, property tax and assessment situation. You know, I've never really had a problem because I can't fight it anyway of paying my taxes. But I'm being honest. If you would show me where it went, if I saw something mm. written, uh, something that we can look up at the city here, the state office building, and say, you know, hey, you took uh, a dollar out of my paycheck and 98 cents went here or there, show me where it's going instead of we've just pick it off the money tree and throw it up in the air and you get my point thanks man see you <laughs> an itemized list i uh, there was there are there are moments for me and it all happened in a fairly rapid fashion because i i freely admit until i was an elected person and then worked went to work for state government, I believed in the white hat, black hat thing, right? Like the Republicans wear the white hats, the Democrats wear the black hats. Good guys, bad guys. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And um, when once I got involved in it, I quickly realized how they're, they're almost, everybody just wears a black hat. And when I was working in state government, when I was the pharmacy board director, I had a conversation one time with a very high profile lobbyist. And... Um, I asked that person because the way the professional licensing works, whether you're barber, doctor, pharmacist, whatever, you pay an exorbitant fee, fees, plural, to the state every year, every other year, whatever, depends on your profession. And that money is supposed to go to license your profession to make sure that people are above board and that education Mm -hmm. standards are met, et cetera. And what happens is the vast majority, all of that money gets taken and moved into, or at least it did at the time, I assume this has not changed. I've not heard where it's changed. It is moved into the state general fund. So all the money is taken. It's not like it sits in a professional licensing agency coffer. It's all taken and dumped into the general fund. And then the professional licensing agency, every budget cycle, so every two years, has to go back and beg the legislature for a percentage 
Of that money that's in the general fund. Right, that they've collected. Mm -hmm. And usually, and it may have changed a little bit since then, but it was about 25% of it would go back to the professional licensing agency. And I remember in a purely naive fashion going to this very high-profile lobbyist and telling him what was going on with this and saying this is totally corrupt because these agencies are understaffed in terms of the customer service they are supposed to provide versus what they can provide based on the small amount of money that comes back. And this person was a very influential person in state government, a high-profile lobbyist. And I, and I remember like having a, a genuine conversation with this person mm -hmm. about this and saying, this is totally wrong. Why do why is this allowed to happen? And I remember this person looking at me with a big smile on his face, and he said, how else are we supposed to pay to study grapes at Purdue if we give you all the money you're entitled to? Hmm. Hmm. And I, it's like, again, like the moment in the movie where the light goes off over the mm -hmm. person's head in the cartoon. Mm -hmm. And you realize, it's not about, the government, it's a giant money grab. It's not about doing what's right. It's not about paying for the things that need to be paid for. It's about legalized vote buying. It's about rewarding people who then reward the politicians. People need to realize the you could collect infinite dollars and it would never be enough money. It would never be enough for these people. It needs to sit there in the general fund. Yes. Collecting dust. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it, the next legalized vote buying scheme. Uh, real quick. Yesterday we talked about Delphi. Mm -hmm. And... I we were kind of laying out because there's a lot of information that is not was not in that probable cause affidavit that was released. And we said, look, there's kind of a huge hole here between, between 2017 and 2022. Right. What's in that time frame will be very interesting. I had said I thought the information they released was somewhat compelling based on the bullet. Yes. And then someone who has studied this very closely and is intimately familiar with the ins and outs of this case told me yesterday they thought that that was a pretty weak probable cause affidavit because there is nothing in that probable cause affidavit that shows eight pages long well but they said there is nothing that proves we made the mistake yesterday and this is this is on us it's on me of assuming that a gun was used in the commission of the crime there's nothing in there that actually says a gun was used in the commission of the crime or that it was this guy's gun used in the commission of the crime. Mm -hmm. And what this person tried to tell me is they said they felt it was a very, actually a very weak probable cause affidavit that if that is all they have when they go to trial, a defense attorney would be able to easily rip apart because there's nothing that shows that gun was fired in the commission of the crime. And there's a million different ways that that, that casing could have been there from that gun. From that gun. And so I thought that was interesting, and there's a lot of unanswered questions, and we got a call from somebody who had these exact same questions. Uh, so, yeah, five years to get rid of a weapon. Uh, who holds on to it? Uh, it seemed like to me he would have ditched it a lot sooner than he did, or if he did ditch it. And then how do you end up with a loose bullet on the ground that used to be in the gun, from what I understand? Uh, you know, it's not adding up to me, but we'll wait to see what the jury says. Okay, so the the affidavit says there was a forty caliber unspent round less than two feet away from victim two's body between victim one and victim two's bodies. The round was unspent and had extraction marks on it. Right. 
So there's still a whole bunch of information we don't have. And the person who I really trust yesterday, who knows this case very well, said if all they have is what was in the probable cause affidavit, mm -hmm. they are in big trouble. And so hopefully if this guy is indeed the person who committed the crime, there's more evidence. There's than, more than what's in right. this affidavit. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Is Hammer here? Is he back today? I think I saw him uh, mosing around is the hallway Is there Hammer sighting? Yeah. Okay. Well, if he is here, uh, he'll join us next from 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and he's back. Hammer joins us in the studio. I was concerned about you because I heard that you sent a direct message to the Ayatollah, and then you were not here the following day. So what exactly do you say when you send a direct message like that? I uh, explained this in clear as day on the show the other day. Mm -hmm. I said... Suck it. <laughs> P.S. There's a P.S. Would you please refer to me as the Ayatollah of Beach Grove? I wanted to see if I could get the Ayatollah title for my role of Beach Grove. I just love the fact that you can DM mm -hmm. the Ayatollah. Right. You can troll him in real time. His That's DMs great. are open. I wonder if he knows they're open. <laughs> Did you Do get we... a response? No, not yet. Okay. Did you, get a, yeah. did you get a scene? Isn't like I've not gotten a scene oh, yet that's either. Too bad. Yeah, that's but this too bad. was also during the U.S. World Cup game against mm -hmm. Iran. You might have been busy. So <laughs> I'm sure there's a long list of people telling him to suck it. <laughs> hey, so uh, during the IU game last night, you and I were texting uh, back and forth. Uh, I don't know where Nigel was. So he was not participating. He actually had to do some work yesterday, <laughs> so he's probably asleep. <laughs> and we were kind of noticing that. Uh, the court at IU is named after Branch McCracken, but his name does not appear anywhere on the court itself. Right. So there's a lot going on here. So Branch McCracken is the uh, coach that won the first couple national championships yeah. in Indiana. Mm -hmm. The court's named after him. Yeah. A lot of people feel like it should have been named after Bob Knight, but this was during that little time where it was bad blood between yeah. Bob Knight and IU. Fine. Whatever. So they name it after Branch McCracken. All right, great. But on the court, it still says Simon Scott Assembly <laughs> Hall. Not once, but twice. Now, mind you, the big ginormous scoreboard at Assembly Hall yeah. says Simon Scott Assembly Hall yeah. across the top of it. You can't look at the scoreboard without seeing it. It's all over the joint. It's the name of the building. Nowhere on the court does it say Branch McCracken Court. So I get money talks and BS walks, but how much money has the Simon Scott family paid to our Branch McCracken can't even get his name on the damn court, which it's named after him. Yeah, I mean, I need more friends like the Simon Scotts. Unfortunately, I have friends like you, and that's getting me nowhere. <laughs> but then we pointed out, or we were talking and went back and forth, and we realized Bob Knight's name appears 
Nowhere. No. And as a matter of fact, if you want to add, you know, salt to the wound, if you're a Bob Knight fan, there are two buildings on IU's campus named after Miles Brand. Yeah. He's the president. He was the president. He's passed away now who fired Bob Knight. Right. So you've got two buildings named after Miles Brand. You've got Branch McCracken Court, even though it doesn't say it. Simon Scott's all over the place. Mm -hmm. Nowhere is there any mention of Bob Knight. And then we got into a conversation about how unjust the ending for Bob Knight was. Like, if you were going to picture how should Bob Knight go out? Fighting a fan. Full Woody Hayes. Like punching a player. Uh, the, The fact that he went out the way he went out really has always bothered me because it was not a Bob Knight ending for Bob Knight. And then it got me thinking again about the guy who is to blame for that in some capacity, which is that dude, what was his name? Kent Harvey. Kent Harvey. Kent Harvey was the kid who famously said, Hey, Knight, and then Mm -hmm. Bob Knight. Of all the things Bob Knight did, telling a kid my name is not Hey, Knight, it is Coach Knight or Mr. Knight, seems pretty reasonable, and that's what he went down for. So for those who don't remember the story, Kent Harvey was a student at Indiana, and Bob Knight's walking through one of the buildings, I think it's the athletic complex or something, and Kent Harvey yells, Hey, Knight! Like, just being a smart punk ass kid yeah and bob knight walks over doing bob knight things i think he might grab him by the shirt and say you don't address adults that way blah 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 and so for basically 22 years Mm -hmm. i've held a grudge against iu and iu basketball and because i've blamed kent harvey for the reason bob knight did not get the bob knight ending that he deserved and then hammer had a great solution to this. He said, I should just friend request Kent Harvey because Hammer found him on Facebook. I think you guys need you to have message him. a come to Jesus conversation. <laughs> sure. I did find Kent Harvey on Facebook. It's him. It is. Oh, I yeah. mean, you can't miss that face. That's a face that you know that's him. Um, and I think you should send him a friend request and say, you know what? Let's have a chat on the show. You can do it here on the Kendall and Casey yeah. show. And, you know, just kind of have an airing of grievances just in time for Festivus. Yeah, what do you, uh, we'll leave it to the public. At Robin Kendall on Twitter or Rob at WIBC.com or 684-8444. Should I send friend, uh, Kent Harvey a friend request? And like Hammer did with the Ayatollah, right. just put something in his DMs there. Yeah. Right. If I can send the Ayatollah a message, I think you can friend request Kent Harvey. Are you going to say suck it, though? (laughs) Maybe if you want him to come on the show, be a little nicer. There's a lot of people listening to this right now that hate Kent Harvey more than the Ayatollah. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now. Speaking of names of buildings and such, you know, at Purdue, at the stadium, there is a hammer grill. Is there? Yeah. Wow, I should get some royalties on that. There then. you go. It's coming up this afternoon. Uh, you're going to come by. We're going to go off the rails and more on this Delphi story. All right, thank you. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.